Welcome to your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast with Deanna Hobbs, founder of Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, broadcasting live from our headquarters studios in Buffalo, New York. Visit us online at empoweringeverydaywomen.org. Today's inspiration is to remind you that the struggle is producing something good. Have you ever wondered why God must I suffer? Why am I going through this? What is the purpose of this test? I'm so tired, Lord. If these sentiments resonate with you, chances are you have been through the fiery furnace of affliction. You may even be there now. If so, God is sending you this message today to remind you that this fiery trial will not consume you. It will conform you into the image of Christ, refine you, and position you to bring God even greater glory. Something good is coming out of this. Welcome to this, your Friday, October 13th, 2023 edition of your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast. Happy Friday! My name is Deanna Hobbs, your bestie from Buffalo, your sister from another mister, your faith activator. Yeah, that just feels good coming off the tongue your faith activator, bringing you the biggest smiles and the warmest greetings ever. I'm so happy to be with you again. My heart is filled with gratitude that you have pressed play and chosen to be here to receive. Bestie, somebody must be praying. I feel you tugging on my anointing, as some say, (laughs) because I can't get you out of my spirit. I have this deep inner knowing that I need to be here in this studio, on this microphone, to deposit into your heart what God is speaking to me. I am also excited because God has let me know that my not-so-brief hiatus, which has lasted for four full years, can you believe it's been that long? Well, it's over. I have not traveled to minister in person since 2019. When the devil came for my life and I wound up in the ICU and left the hospital with brain trauma. The enemy hoped it was over, but he is a defeated foe. And so God told me to open my calendar back up. I said, yes, Lord, the devil is about to get it now. It's time for me to come and see the people of God in person and share the word of the Lord. So I am indeed excited about that. Isn't God good? Come on, come on, praise him. (laughs) I'm happy. Um, Isn't it wonderful to know that hard seasons don't last forever? I know sometimes they feel like they do and will, right? But they don't, bestie. Somebody listening needs to know you're coming out of this struggle. And that's why God sent you here, to tell you that. It's not over. God has the final say, and he says, you are victorious and you're getting up out of this valley. These devotions God has led me to share are his way of lifting you up out of your low place because something greater is on the horizon for you. Oh, yes, it is. And speaking of being lifted out of low places, I received this tremendous testimony of victory from Edith in Somerville, New Jersey. She wrote into the ministry and said this, Dear Deanna, I discovered your ministry approximately two years ago. 
after getting out of an abusive relationship. My boyfriend beat me within an inch of my life with a metal pipe. Lord Jesus. He fractured my eye socket, broke my collarbone, broke three ribs. The intense beating caused a stroke and a brain injury. During my process of trying to heal physically, recover mentally, and find myself personally, it seemed like I would never get better. A friend sent me your podcast to lift my spirits. Hearing you be transparent about healing from your own brain injury was life to me. I am now stronger in the faith, back to work, out of that abusive relationship, and happy again. I have some physical struggles, but I'm getting stronger daily. I thank you for you and your ministry and your willingness to use your pain to inspire others. God bless you. Phew! Okay, I am. Thank you, Jesus. And, and thank you, Edith, for sharing that. I, I am emotional, uh, grateful, and giving God all the glory for using me at such a critical time in your life. Wow, God, isn't he good? Mm, as you can see, my heart is full, and I can't think of anything better to do then pause for a good old praise break. Powerful and inspiring testimonies like this Remind us that God is transforming lives through this ministry. We are grateful for your support that keeps these broadcasts available online as a free resource to help others grow in their faith. If you are being blessed and you believe in our mission to share the gospel, sow a seed of any size at empoweringeverydaywomen.org donate. Thank you for your generosity. Bless the name of God. Oh, my heart is full. Woo! All right, it's time to get into today's audio devotion, a companion to the written devotion of the day. Thank you, Jesus. That messed me up, bestie. <laughs> it's available now at yourdailycupofinspiration.com. But before we get into it, let's pray really quick. God, our Father, you are so gracious to us. Thank you. For sending your precious daughter, your precious son here to press play on this broadcast. I am rejoicing in advance for how you will meet their needs as they listen for all you will do. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Bestie, um, our youngest son, 17-year-old Caleb, is an animal lover. He is fascinated and absolutely enthralled by the animal kingdom. Though there aren't currently any pets in the Hobbs household, our animal-loving teen says that once he lives on his own, he most certainly will have one or more pets. But our aspiring pet owner will never own his favorite because doing so is totally impractical and illegal in the United States. Want to know what his favorite types of pets are? You'll never guess. <laughs> harp seals, particularly baby harp seals, which are covered in long white fur. And I must admit, they are absolutely the cutest little things ever. 
I had never seen a harp seal pup until Caleb showed me a picture online, and they certainly make me say, aww. Since harp seals are protected under various wildlife conservation laws and international agreements, owning one is out of the question. In the United States, the Marine Mammal Protection Act prohibits the take of marine mammals, meaning you can't legally hunt, harass, or capture them. It's not like harp seals are domesticated animals anyway, though, right? They have very specific needs related to their natural habitat. They require a cold, aquatic environment and grow to a significant size. Adult harp seals can reach lengths of nearly six feet and weigh up to 300 pounds. Whoa. So Caleb, my Chinese-speaking animal lover, tells me that his goal is obviously not ownership of a harp seal, but he is determined to travel to the places where they live and see them in their natural habitats. I know that would be a whole lot of fun for him. So a few nights ago, we were researching baby harp seals together, right? When I learned an interesting fact about them, Bestie, these fuzzy cuties are nursed by their mothers. When they're born, mother seals have rich and fatty milk. It's so fatty, in fact. Harp seal pups can gain an astonishing four to five pounds per day. Talk about a growth spurt, right? But here is what is so interesting. Baby harp seals have one of the shortest nursing periods among all mammals. It lasts about 12 days, two weeks max. That's short, short, isn't it? Then, After their brief, intense nursing period, the baby harp seals are abruptly weaned and won't grow their teeth until their mother weans them. I nursed all four of the Hobbs babies, and I can tell you that those sharp teeth grow in whether they are weaned or not. (laughs) I'm telling you what I know. Babies' first teeth appear somewhere between four to seven months. Of course, it differs for each child, but I recall well. When the Hobbs children grew those first teeth, the two bottom front teeth called the lower central incisors. Unlike harp seal pups, those choppers kept coming in during the nursing period and I got bit more times than I would like to recall. Ouch. I um nursed up to a year, but a mother seal, after nursing the pup for about two weeks, leaves her pup on the ice and returns to the sea, and the pup, now plump and healthy, is left to fend for itself. That might seem a little harsh to us humans, but it's just another day in the marine animal kingdom. This tough love approach might seem brutal, but it's actually an important part of their survival training. During pups' period of solitude when their mom leaves them, they learn to swim and hunt, which are skills that are essential for their survival. Then they begin growing their teeth, essential for consuming their fishy diet. In the grand scheme of things, this quick process of going from nursing to independence is what prepares these adorable creatures for the harsh realities they must face. Hey, it's a tough world out there for them, but the abrupt weaning makes them ready to take on the world. I love learning about nature and the animal kingdom because it teaches us about God, our creator. Romans 1 and 20 says God's eternal power and character cannot be seen, but from the beginning of creation, God has shown what these are like 
by all he has made. So then we learn about God's character through his creation. Natural processes can teach us spiritual principles. And since we're examining the life path of the baby harp seal, what can we learn? Here's what. The preparation process can seem cruel if we view it in the context of comfort. However, if we shift our perspective, we will see that discomfort builds character, stimulates growth, and positions us to flourish. Amen. Somebody here is in a season of discomfort. And God told me to tell you that he's just positioning you to flourish. Don't let discouragement overtake you. Mm -mm. This struggle is producing something good. Just like in the animal kingdom, in the kingdom of God, there are harrowing circumstances and hardships we endure not to break us, but to make us into who and what we need to be to survive and thrive. The good news for you and me is that the equipping power of the Holy Spirit gives us what we need to withstand the harsh process that leads to progress. So today I'm sent to encourage destiny chasers that are more interested in purpose than comfort. God led me to share with you the words written in James 1 and 3 through 4. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that ye may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. The writer of this passage, believed to be James, the half-brother of Jesus and son of Mary and Joseph, was trying to help Jewish Christians see that their struggle was producing something good. James was a prominent figure among the communities that followed Jesus living in Palestine in the first century. So James's divine assignment was writing to Christians who were among those scattered and persecuted after Stephen was martyred. Remember in the book of Acts, Stephen, a devout preacher of the gospel, was accused of blasphemy and stoned to death. It was a tough time for believers in the early church. Therefore, James was guiding and strengthening them as they were enduring persecution. He recontextualizes the harshness and hardness of their suffering by not focusing on the pain, mm -mm, but on the beneficial outcomes the pain produces. If you go through, he explained, you will be complete, mature, and lacking nothing. I find in this walk of faith that most people, Bestie, are eager and anxious to get to the lacking nothing part of the process, right? They want to chase the glory and skip the suffering. But in the kingdom of God, suffering is the way to glorification. It is the intense heat in the fiery furnace of affliction that leaves us purified, making it possible for God to be glorified in us. In Malachi 3 and 2, the Lord is described as a refiner's fire. A refiner heats metal until it liquefies. And once the metal changes into its molten state, the refiner can then separate the dross or the impurities from the metal. And this purification process of gold and silver can only be completed by heating it to extremely high temperatures to get rid of any waste that would bring down the value of the metal. Listen, the heat of your tests 
gets rid of anything that taints or sullies your character, dims the light of Christ, weakens you, pulls you away from purpose, and hinders you from doing, being, and having all God has ordained for you. Now, without spiritual refinement, you cannot complete your divine assignment. Without purification, there can be no glorification. Without hardship, there can be no harvest. Without the cross, there can be no crown. Without the wilderness, there can be no promised land. 2 Timothy 2 and 12 teaches us that in our walk with God, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. So then without reign, R-A-I-N, there can be no reign, R-E-I-G-N. Without humiliation, there can be no elevation. Jesus, our ultimate example, was humiliated during crucifixion, was he not? Philippians 2 and 8 teaches us that he humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. But that's not the end of the story. In the following verse, it says, Therefore God elevated him to the place of highest honor and gave him the name above all other names. See Jesus' trajectory, death to resurrection, resurrection to exaltation, exaltation to multiplication. In John 12, 24, Jesus said, Very truly, I tell you, unless a kernel of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it remains only a single seed. But if it dies, it produces many seeds. Friend, this trial will not kill you. It will make you more fruitful. In other words, you won't die. You'll multiply. God is just setting you up for increase, greater levels of favor, and positioning you to reach the next dimension of purpose. I know no one wants to walk through low, dark, rocky, intimidating places, but God will only leave you there long enough to develop your character and get you ready for what's next. If you can just see and believe that greater is coming after this test and that it's working for you, you'll make it. You're headed toward a bigger purpose. This struggle is producing something good. You're going higher. You'll do everything God has placed you on this earth to do. This test will not break you, but instead it will build you up. When you come out as pure gold, you will shine brightly for the kingdom. You will be strong enough to handle the magnitude of the awesome assignment that follows this difficult season. 2 Corinthians 4.18 says it so well. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. God is saying he has allowed this momentary affliction to recondition and reposition you. This is working for you. God is growing your teeth so you can handle more, bestie. He's making you wiser, bolder, more confident and assured. Everything is changing in your life. Soon you will look back on this moment and say, thank you, Jesus. It was necessary. The tears were necessary. The pain was necessary. The loss was necessary. The humiliation was necessary. The betrayal was necessary. The uncertainty was necessary. The isolation was necessary. The separation was necessary. 
The rejection was necessary. The closed door was necessary. The abandonment was necessary. The affliction was necessary. The disappointment was necessary. The mistreatment was necessary. The wilderness was necessary. The injustice was necessary. It made your skin thicker. It made you more independent. You're no longer easily intimidated. You can now stand on your own two feet. You know who you are in Christ. You have learned to be just fine by yourself because you know the Lord is with you. You no longer seek affirmation or you don't try to fit in. You don't try to force relationships, opportunities, and connections. You're more prayerful. You're more alert and aware. You're more into the word of God than ever before. You're more anointed, equipped, and powerful. You are now ready for elevation. See all the good things that can come from seemingly bad things? And guess what, friend? God's not through with you yet because in your suffering, oh, thank you, Jesus, you have remained committed to him. You have loved him, honored him, worshiped him, trusted him, and remained steadfast in him with tears running down your face despite the period of hardship you have endured. Therefore, he's lifting you out of your lowly place and exalting you for the glory of his name. God is commanding things to shift in your favor. The reason he is doing that is found in Psalm 91 and 14 in the New King James Version, which is the sweetener I'm stirring into your cup of inspiration that says, Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. As you drink down the contents of your cup, God is saying because you have loved him, because you have rejoiced in times of humiliation, you're about to rejoice in your exaltation. Because you have endured great hardship, you're about to receive a greater harvest. Because you have remained faithful to God, he will show his faithfulness to you. Get ready to be amazed by just how good things are about to get for you. You have adhered to Hebrews 10.36 that says, you need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. And since you have persevered, reward season is upon you. Every promise God made will be fulfilled. Now let's pray. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother, Thank you for reminding them that their affliction is not without cause. You are preparing them for something greater that will ultimately bring glory to your name. In times of discouragement, when their flesh tries to introduce fear, feelings of failure, depression, anxiety, and distress, thank you for reminding them of your promise in 1 Peter 5 and 10 that after they have suffered a little while, you will strengthen them, restore them, and establish them. I believe with all my heart and declare by faith that something good is coming out of their season of struggle. Thank you for it in advance. In Jesus' name, amen. Your daily cup of inspiration has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to yourdailycupofinspiration.com.